Mmm. I'm back. The Dom Trap is back. And uh, this is episode eight. Um, I know it's been a while since the last episode, but I'm back and that's what matters, right? Oh. Hope every last one of you are doing pretty well. And um, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you lovely, lovely people out there. Um, today, just have a few topics. Not going to get too crazy with anything, really, but I do have something to say to um, some of you consumers out there that um, decided to pay 30 bucks to watch Mulan on Disney Plus. I'm gonna get to y'all, I'm gonna get to y'all, don't worry. Um, no rush, no rush, it's, it's coming, don't worry. And um, I hope that you movie lovers have made it back to theaters. And um, yeah, that's a pretty decent intro, I'd say. <laughs> Um, hope everyone's happy, healthy, everyone's feeling lovely, lavish. Um, yeah. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into one of these first topics, which I previously mentioned. It's gonna be the people that paid thirty bucks to watch Mulan on Disney Plus. <laughs> um, I could have told you a long time ago that that movie was going to be garbage and not worth 30 bucks mainly because of the way that things were going with the film uh, there's a lot of controversy from the actors and actresses in the movie and where it was shot and basically it's, it's just not a good time for Disney right now as far as that movie goes and um, yeah I'm glad it flopped I know I shouldn't wish that on any movie but I'm glad it flopped because um, it shouldn't be a thing to pay 30 bucks 30 buckaroos for a film like Mulan <laughs> like I can see if it was a film that actually had its own legs and was able to hold itself up but this is Mulan and I'm not even talking about the Mulan that we grew up with the animated Mulan this is totally different this is it I've, I haven't seen it so I can't really bash it too hard, but I will say for the people that spent 30 buckaroos on that movie that I would have done better with your 30 bucks. So there's that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that's a terrible business tactic. Um, I mean, if, if they're getting away with 30 bucks for one movie, just think about how much worse these things can get. If you think about how much you would pay for a DVD or even a Blu-ray today, um, I just don't think it's right. I, I really don't think it's right. And it's going it's going to be threatening movie theaters in general because of these people that are just sitting at home saying, hey, I need something to watch. They see an ad for Mulan and they're like, oh, I don't know much about Mulan. It's on Disney Plus. OK, cool. I'll spend 30 bucks to watch this one movie. And maybe never see it again. And it's just crazy. 
And the same thing happened with, I think it was what, Trolls and Scooby-Doo, where they just put it out on demand for like 20 bucks. These movies are not worth that much money. Honestly. Granted, yes, I want to support creators. And these people are creators at the end of the day. But 20 and 30 bucks for a digital movie that you may see once and maybe never see again, it's, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. Because there's no kind of anything with it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I pay for numerous streaming services, but I try to get all of my money's worth from these streaming services. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Amazon Prime Video. Like, I, I'm, I, I pay for these. <laughs> and I try to get what I'm basically owed, I guess you could say. So... Um, I have Spotify as well, so best believe I'm going to be trying to listen to music as much as I can on there when I'm not watching something. But anyway, yeah, I just think that 20 and 30 bucks is a little bit much considering that these films are not really anything substantial and some of them have zero meaning. Um, yeah, it's just... Why are you paying so much when that's not even the price of admission at a movie theater? If we're doing our quick maths. Um, on average, I spend about... I spend a decent amount at the movies just because I have the Regal Unlimited Pass. But here's the thing. I pay 20 bucks a month to see movies whenever I want to. So you have me completely messed up if you think I'm going to pay 30 bucks for one film that I'm not going to enjoy. That's just insane. And for you people that did pay the $30 instead of just saying no and waiting to watch it until it comes out for free in December, I will say um, dishonor on your family, dishonor on you, and dishonor on your cow. And if you don't know, these are the words that were spoken by Eddie Murphy's Mushu. And the animated Mulan, the much better movie. But, yeah. Um, end of that rant. And I also want to talk about theaters, basically, just in general. And um, I know that they're opening up. And um, I don't know if a lot of you are going right now just because of the situation that we're in right now. But um, I'd say if you can, try to save and support your local theaters, if you like going to the local theaters. Um as much as you can, whether that be an email to a senator or whatever. Um, even if you get an automated email back, at least they know that someone's fighting for the theaters to still be a thing. And it's just the experience. Like a lot of people love going to the theaters like myself. And I like to see that keep going, even though um, even the hours have changed in some theaters, like some theaters only run from, maybe 2 p.m. to about 8, just because of the movies aren't really making a lot of money as far as big films go. Um, for example, the last big movie that we've gotten so far is Tenet. And, I mean, it's made a decent amount of money, but not enough to keep theaters on their feet. And that's the big thing. So hopefully there's something that'll be done eventually. I know a lot of theaters are taking a lot of... Um, action as far as keeping things clean and um keeping the environments healthy and everything and i mean i've been myself a few weeks ago and it was basically perfect so 
um, just do what you can to support these local theaters because I would not like to see them be shut down and would like to keep that stuff going. And yeah, just do what you can. And I mean, every little bit counts at this point. And another thing about the theaters is with these big major movies such as Wonder Woman 84 and the James Bond movie, with these movies being pushed back, that's hurting the theaters a lot too because now that time that can be, um, where if the movies were to come out when they were supposed to come out, a lot of that money could have been going to the theaters to keep them open. But there's going to be difficulty with that situation if movies are more spread out, where these larger movies are being released more spread out than normal. So, yeah, just do what you can. <laughs> and um, speaking of Wonder Woman 84, somebody let me know if they're excited to see that. I kind of am, but then again, I'm kind of not. Um, I don't know. It's just something about sequels. Uh, a lot of movies get sequelitis, which is when the sequel is not as good as the first one. For example, the Hangover franchise. And yeah, I mean, it seems okay, but nothing that I'm really too excited to see right now. Um, same with this James Bond movie. Like, I think the James Bond movie, well, recently, I think they peaked with Skyfall, but that's just me. But maybe this one, I have something that pulls me back in and makes me a huge fan of Daniel Craig again because I loved him in Knives Out. So there's that. And. Speaking of movies being delayed, I just want to touch on the Netflix cancellations of some of your maybe favorite and dearest shows. Um, yeah, I was kind of excited to see The Society come back on Netflix, which is a show about these teenagers who go on a field trip and they all fall asleep on a bus and they wake up and they're back where they left, <laughs> like back in their hometown. And they get out of the bus and all of the parents, like there are no parents around, just the teenagers. I think they may be seniors, maybe juniors. I'm not sure. But it's just them. And it was a pretty interesting show. Like I thought that seeing teenagers try to come up with rules and ration for food was kind of funny to see. But I was pretty interested in the show and I was kind of anticipating the second season. But it looks like Netflix went ahead and pulled the plug on that second season. So. I think that's going to be enough of that. And I just think it's kind of sad how we get some good shows and then they just get cut short because of things, whether it be the actors or like with this show is the COVID situation. So, yeah, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that it won't happen to many other shows, especially ones that have been running for a long time. And I've been seeing that. uh <laughs> I can't remember what show it was, but it's one of the soap operas that come on TV and they're still filming during, you know, a pandemic. And I seen one scene where this one woman, she got swapped out for a mannequin when it was time for a kissing scene. <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest thing I've seen because in their eyes, they can still take advantage of this just because of the way that those are filmed compared to the more big budget HBO shows, which they all try to be filmed in a certain amount of time because these highly paid actors and actresses have other things to go for. So yeah. Um, hopefully a lot of these shows, these more recent shows that are 
pulling my attention don't get canceled because of COVID-19. And um, I made a, like I said previously, I made a trip to the movie theater to go and see Tenet because when I saw the trailer, I knew that it was going to be a movie that I had to see in a theater no matter what. (laughs) And I even joked with my buddy about it. I said, hey, are we going to go see Tenet with hazmat suits on? He said, yeah. Face mask and everything. Double face mask and everything. And I said, okay, best believe it. And I'm glad I went, but no hazmat was in sight. It really wasn't needed. I went to Regal Cherrydale here in Greenville, and I was the only one there. <laughs> like, I pulled up and I seen a few cars, and I was like, okay, um, are people actually going to be in this theater seeing the same movie I'm seeing? Because that's really the only thing worth seeing right now. But no, all of the cars that were there were the people, were the employees of the theater. And I thought that was a good thing. So I walked in and they scanned my phone and they have these, they have this glass over the concession stand. So they've taken a lot of necessary precautions when it comes to keeping their workplace safe. So you walk in, of course, you put hand sanitizer on because you just touched the door. Um get your phone scanned and then they just tell you to go straight to the theater. But before you even walk in, you have to use the app to set up where you're going to be sitting at. And the way they have it set up is that almost every other row is being used and they'll have maybe two or three seats together with a separation of like four or five seats. And that's for each theater. So I'm glad that it's set up that way, that way that we don't have to worry about sitting directly behind someone that can sneeze and then put things in jeopardy. But it was great. Um, I didn't have any concessions just because I didn't want to change anything. And of course I had my mask on and had to have your mask on in there. And as far as the movie goes, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love the sound design in Christopher Nolan movies, but the one issue I have with them is when someone is speaking it's just something about the instrumental that plays in the background being a little bit too loud when you have someone that's soft spoken and they're trying to say something at an important part of the movie and you have no idea what they just said. So <laughs> there was a part, I'm not going to spoil anything, of course, but towards the end, Robert Pattinson was speaking to the main character and I just kind of said, what? <laughs> And then he just did something. I said, maybe that's what he said is what he was going to do. So, yeah. But everything else, I love the the gun fights in the movie. I love the sounds of the guns because they're like loud, like guns usually are. <laughs> it's not muted or anything, really. So, really a lot of fun. Um, the opening sequence was really fun. There was like an opera house and it's just operation going on and it was really enjoyable. But, um, it's kind of confusing. It can be really confusing for a lot of people just because it has a lot to do with time. And if you're not paying attention or say you look around during one scene, you may miss a very important detail. And I remember maybe at the second act of the film, there was this scene that kind of took place at the same time, but in kind of like two different timelines, sort of. And I remember seeing it on the one end and saying, okay, that was kind of weird. But then later, that scene is really pivotal to the entire plot. And then when that scene happened, I just said, oh, 
loudly in the theater because nobody was there to tell me to hush. So um, I'm glad it really got that reaction out of me because other than that, I was just kind of looking sternly at the movie trying to like figure out what's going on at that time. But I'm glad I saw it when I did because, I, like I said, I've really been anticipating that movie and um glad I'm here to talk to you about it. <laughs> and um, I think that John David Washington is an excellent actor. And I think it's hilarious how during his comeuppance in the film industry, he told people that his dad, I think he said that he was on drugs and was in jail or something. But they had no idea that his dad is Denzel Washington. And I just think that that's funny. (laughs) Um, Of course, people found out later and he may have gotten some roles because of that fact. But it's kind of cool to see him start out saying, hey, my dad is not my dad. My dad is someone else, and you have no idea who he is. You have no idea who I am. I'm going to act for you, and you tell me whether or you tell me whether you want me to be in your film or not. And that's dope. So it's kind of good that he doesn't have to be compared to his dad all the time because he's basically his own man. He's basically his own actor. So that's really cool. And I do plan on making it to the theater sometime to see Unhinged, that movie with Russell Crowe, and he has Road Rage, and I want to see New Mutants, which I've heard is terrible, but um, sometimes I like to see crashes, so (laughs) I'll probably do a review on those later, Um, I may go this week, may not, not too sure, but um, this is the part of the podcast here where I tell you that I told you so. And you may be wondering why I told you so or how or what the reason was. And it's because numerous times on this podcast, I've mentioned several TV shows since there aren't really there aren't really any movies out. But I've mentioned several television shows, those being Succession, Euphoria, Watchmen, Schitt's Creek and Ozark. And I do it here and I do it outside of this podcast and I tell everyone, hey. If you need something to watch or you want something to watch, these are the shows that you need to watch. And there was one, well, actually, I'll just say this. My best friend, I told him to watch The Watchmen, and he just kind of played it off. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to see it or anything. And um, It came to a point where he just sat down and watched it. And then after, almost after every episode, he called me and said, wow, wow, this is really good. Wow, wow. And I just even told him then, I told you, so I told you to watch it. And the day that the Emmy nominations were announced and I seen how many nominations it had, which was a decent amount, I want to say 16, if not more. And I thought that was great. And then Euphoria, which I know is not going to be for everyone out there just because of the material that's covered in the show. Um, A lot of people like to think of teenagers as people that are mischievous and have questions. But these teenagers in Euphoria are on a different level. (laughs) Um, There was always that one person in high school that was kind of out there. But with Euphoria, is that times maybe three just because they have to make something for TV. And I mean, it's understandable, but. For a lot of parents, they may not be interested in watching the show. and Yeah. And then Ozark, which has Jason Bateman as Marty Bird. 
has been one of my favorite shows for the past few years. Um, it started in 2017, and it also stars Laura Linney and Julia Gardner, who also received an Emmy this year. Um, congratulations to Julia Gardner. It's um, definitely for a lot more people than Euphoria is for everyone. So um, it's on Netflix, so you can watch it really anytime. Euphoria is on HBO. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Shit's Creek, which is created by Eugene Levy and his son, Daniel Levy. I don't know if you know who they are, but Eugene Levy is, um, he's in American Pie. He's the dad from American Pie is what I can really describe him as. And he was also in a Medea movie. Don't ask me which one because I don't watch Medea movie. I just remember him being in it. And Shit's Creek is definitely my sleeper hit for this year just because I had no idea what it was until I got on Netflix and said hey I need to watch a comedy because everything else I've been watching has been dramatic so I turned it on and really didn't turn it off um it's really funny it's clever it's not generic well I think the first season may be a little bit generic but that's the case with a lot of first seasons with a lot of television shows um, I was talking to someone recently, and I said it's kind of funny how usually the later seasons of a television show are better than the first season, but the second or third movie in a franchise are usually the worst compared to the first. So I think that contrast is pretty interesting to me. But with Shit's Creek, it does get better over time. It ages like fine wine. And um, I think maybe five seasons are on Netflix right now, so if you haven't seen that, go ahead. Um, it's about this family. They're very, very wealthy. And then something happens and they have to go and live in this city, which they've never been before. But the reason they get to go there after losing everything is because the dad bought the city for the son as a joke. So they basically own it. So they have nowhere else to go. So they basically go there and all four of them is a husband, a wife, and then their two children, they go and live in a hotel. And it's it's really interesting. The the mayor of the city is played by the guy who had the the strong hand in scary movie too. So and he, he's pretty good in this as well. He I like his sense of humor. I know that he hasn't been doing a lot as far as mainstream comedy that goes, but Chris Elliott is hilarious to me. And then of course Watchmen, which was categorized as a miniseries, and I really didn't want that to be the case because I'm not going to say what the show leaves off on, but it does leave you wanting more. And it won the Emmy for Outstanding Limited Series. And I just knew that that show was going to be the one as soon as I watched it. And um, um, I guess I'll go ahead and read some of the Emmys that it won. Um, Regina King got the Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series for Watchmen. Yaya Abdul-Mateen won the award for Supporting Actor in a Limited Series. Like I said previously, Julia Garner was the winner for the Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for Ozark. And I think that's a great thing because her character is really the only female on the show that's likable, to me anyway. Um, Everyone else is just kind of there for the most part. Succession won the Outstanding Drama Series, which is awesome. And then Jeremy Strong, I want to say, won the lead actor in a drama series with Succession. 
And Succession is a show that kind of flew under my radar for a while. I had no idea what it was for the longest amount of time. And then I just sat down one day and said, okay, let me check this out to see if I even like it a little bit. And as we all know by now, I actually like it a lot of bit. <laughs> I uh, was watching the credits, the opening credits, and seeing that it was executive produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. And I'm a pretty decent fan of both of their styles of comedy. So I was like, okay, this is a drama show. Where is the comedy going to be coming in? But it turns out that Succession is actually a dramedy. And it's really a drama with a lot of comedy elements and a lot of funny moments. And the camera style is somewhat like The Office, but not really cut and dry, just like Parks and Rec was. But it's done in a very smart way where it won't when it needs to be and it will when it needs to be. For example, if they're having a meeting, you may see moments where someone is speaking and then the camera pans to someone else to see their reaction instead of just coming up across the entire room like they're actually in a video conference or something. Really cool shots in the show. I like the cinematography. It's got a gray kind of filter to it, but that's just because of the area that they're in. Brian Cox is in the show, and he does a great job as their dad. And it's basically about him. He runs his company, and he's old, so someone has to be next in line for when he decides to either pass it down or just step away from the entire project so you get to see these three siblings kind of compete for their dad's love and loyalty then they have another brother and he wants to run for president (laughs) and it's just really funny I think all the characters have great chemistry and the actors have great chemistry with one another and it's a really great show again it's called Succession it's on HBO if you haven't check it out please um Also with the Emmys, I do want to discuss Rami Youssef. So Rami Youssef is a comedian, and he has a show on Hulu that was nominated for um, Outstanding Lead Actor in the Comedy Series. He was actually nominated for the Emmy. And I did not know how they were going to be having the actors receive their Emmys. He was at home, and there was someone outside of his, I believe it may have been an intern. The intern was outside of his house in a hazmat suit with the award. And I guess they just stand outside, and if that actor or actress doesn't win, they just wave and then leave. And I just thought about how many people (laughs) they had to send out to these people's homes and stand outside in these hazmat suits and wait for them to get the confirmation, hey, give this to them or do not wave goodbye and walk away. And I just think that's the funniest thing. So he pulls out his phone and he records the guy just just standing outside with an Emmy in his hand and he's just waving and then he just walks off. So I just, I, I just had a fun, I just had a good time watching that video over and over and over again. And just thinking about people like Issa Rae who didn't win and people like Don Cheadle and Anthony Anderson who were nominated for these awards and just had to look outside, see somebody with a hazmat suit with an award in their hand and walk away. I don't know. It just did something to me. But yeah, that's pretty funny stuff. And I was looking to start a Patreon soon. And basically what it is, is just a monthly subscription. I'd basically be using it as a donation of sorts to help the podcast. And what I was looking to do was have different tiers. Um, 
one tier would just be like a regular conversation, like a Zoom call or something about a movie, or if someone has any questions for me that they want to ask about anything. And then I would want to say the next tier up, which I would only have maybe two, would be like a Netflix watch party or something, or Hulu watch party where we just sit around and watch a movie and we can chat throughout the movie. And I thought that that would be kind of cool to do, but I may not go the Patreon route with that. It just depends on who and how many people would be willing to actually do that with me. So if you are, just shoot me a message, um, shoot me an email at thedomtrap at gmail.com or anything like that. And just let me know. I just was just spitballing ideas. How I want to take this thing a little bit further and do more with it. Um, I want to start streaming video games soon. I don't know if it'll be under my name or the actual Dom Trap name, but more details about that will be coming soon. And speaking of video games, how many of you were able to get your PS5s and your Xbox Series Xs or S? Um, I had a tough time. <laughs> I had a really tough time getting my hands on one of them. And what was funny is... um. I was actually trying to buy myself an Apple Watch and I couldn't even check out because of how the servers were with the Best Buy, with the Best Buy website. So um, before I even tried to get my watch, I tried to get a PS5 just because those games look kind of cool. I like the Spider-Man games. I hate that I can't play them. I've been having to watch other people play them, but um, they're pretty cool. So I just decided that I wanted to get a PlayStation this time, but I... Went to the Best Buy website, found it, put it in my cart. By the time I put my information in, they were sold out. I then went to Target. I then went to Sony and everywhere else. GameStop, they were all sold out. So I cut my losses on that. But today, which is, as you're, well, as I'm recording, it's September 22nd, first day of autumn. Happy first day of autumn to everyone, by the way. And I was trying to get an xbox this time and then i still couldn't get anything to work but got a buddy of mine and he's able to help me out with that in so i at least have one next gen console secured i guess i just had to wait to get the other one but yeah if you're looking to get a next gen console all i have to say is good luck um uh, <laughs> i think it's kind of crazy how some of these places were selling out within like 10 and 30 minutes and I know people love games, but goodness, people are ready for the next generation. And I think that's kind of cool. I'm really excited for the next generation. Um, I can't wait for the day where AK televisions are going to be the thing to have. And this kind of phases 1080p out of here, just like we've done 720p so far. But yeah, I'll uh, give everyone the heads up if they want to do the Patreon thing or if they just want to watch a, do a watch party. I'll... Uh, get that launched ASAP and then I believe so far I've been recording for a little while so I'm gonna say that's it for the most part and um, that's all I have for the day I do want to put out another episode soon talking about some other things and like I said if I do go to the movies to go and see Unhinged or New Mutants or something else, I think there's a chick flick out in the theaters right now so i may even go see that just kind of depends but those reviews will be on the next episode i've been your host your editor your director your all the above the main man doing this thing in the dom trap dominique and i hope that you are taking care of yourself 
physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the above. I hope that you're staying healthy as possible. I hope that you and your families are well. I hope that you guys are ready for this fall season. Um, sometimes I get a little bit of seasonal depression, but I'm hoping that this is the year that kind of stops that. But here's to that. And don't be afraid to like, subscribe, share this podcast to everyone that you know, your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, your auntie, your uncles, all the above, cousins, little sister, little brother. Every little bit of feedback helps me out and tries to get me to get this thing where I want it to be. Um, not really even sure what that is, but um, just to take this thing to the next level, do more with it and. I want to get on a more consistent release schedule. So um, do that wherever you can, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcast or YouTube. Um, don't forget that the YouTube is always going to be there. Um, I know a lot of people have been going to Apple Podcasts, which is great. But um, if there's someone that doesn't have an iPhone or doesn't know how to navigate the podcast app, just tell them that they can go to YouTube and search the Dom Trap. I'm pretty sure that I should be able to pop up by now and um check me out so stay blessed everyone hope everyone's doing well once again and having a great time during these times so this has been dominique this is dom trap and i am signing off take care everyone